Jim Seymour with the American Sugarcane League and a special thanks to the LSU Ag Center for putting together the virtual field day in the midst of, of uh, the COVID virus pandemic. So uh, let me just dive right into things and begin uh, talking about research with our research partners. Specifically, let me start with the USDA Sugarcane Research Unit in HOMA. Uh, we've been very fortunate in the last two years to secure an additional million dollars in federal funding. Um, that million dollars will allow us to engage two new scientists, an entomologist and a plant physiologist. And you may ask, what does a plant physiologist do? Well, he's going to primarily focus on stubbling ability and, uh, and producing more stubble crops uh, from uh, one planting in sugarcane. We know how important that is. Additionally, we've, uh, we've been working on finalizing uh, $40 million to complete the construction of the research uh, station at the Ardon Farm. We've made good progress there and we're moving up the priority list at USDA and hope to get that done in the next couple of years. Additionally, uh, LSU, you know our research partners there. Uh, we're excited about the new leadership that's there at LSU and, and been put in place. Dr. Jeff Hoy is now the research leader at the St. Gabriel Station. Uh, Jeff brings years of experience and knowledge and we're very pleased to have him uh, there running the station. And Dr. Mike Selassie is now the head of all of the research activities at LSU. And of course, we've got a long reputation and experience with Dr. Selassie and we know, uh, we know how to call him uh, should we need him. Speaking of delivering results, you know at the league we're always about delivering results and we're excited to announce a new variety that's being released this year, HO13739. Uh, you know that uh, you have to, as a cane grower, have to apply for that seed cane variety and, and get those applications in. You can get the hard application out of our sugar bulletin or you can go online to our website, lacane.org, and, uh, and file the uh, receipt request uh, electronically, something new that we've uh, put together this year to make things more convenient for our, our growers and millers. Let's move on to legislative activities. And you know, nationally, uh, we like to do things on a national perspective, and sometimes we, we, uh, we do things and not make a big deal of them intentionally. Um, and we made uh, an activity occur, made no big deal of this activity, uh, but it was a real significant one for America's cane, for America's cane and beet farmers. Uh, that is the renewal of the suspension agreements with Mexico for another five years. So our current market conditions that we are in are controlled primarily by those suspension agreements. And uh, we were fortunate to get that done in a quiet way without much fanfare, but it is, it is probably the most significant thing that we've been able to do uh, in Washington this year and it'll have uh, rep repercussions for us for the next five years or so, so very good news. A couple of folks have asked me about the U.S., Canada, and Mexico agreement, which was just put into place, just implemented. Uh, sugar trade is outside of that agreement, so uh, we're fortunate there and that everything that, that's, uh, that's in the U.S. MCA uh, uh, is stable for sugar producers, both processors and producers uh, in America. Second and finally, with regards to national activities, guest workers. You know, there has been much concern over the last six to eight months regarding the H-2B program and the H-2A program, specifically the H-2A program and the ability of our, of our industry and for our industry to use H-2A workers for harvesting and hauling operations. We've become extremely dependent on these workers. 
Uh, we spent countless hours over the last six months working with our delegation, working with the Department of Labor, working with the Secretary of Labor, working through the President's office, working through uh, the U.S. Department of Agriculture to make sure that we get these workers in. And while I can't say that, that we've had success within the Department of Labor, I am very excited to say that in the last couple of weeks, we've gotten a number of significant approvals in place to allow uh, our mills to, to cut and haul cane. That's very important to us, and it, it looks like we're going to be okay there. On the state level, we were very, very involved in the tort reform activities. You know, tort reform is a kind of a fancy term for lawsuit abuse reform. Um, uh, we played a, a very active role with Louisiana Farm Bureau, with the Louisiana Association of Business and Industry, and numerous other uh, groups, insurance companies, etc., to level the playing field and straighten out some of the problems that we have here in Louisiana with lawsuit abuse. We'll see exactly how that works. Uh, House Bill 57 by, Clay, by uh, Speaker Shake Snyder uh, passed, and it's uh, to be signed by the governor. It's not exactly what we wanted, but we think it's a good first step in rectifying some of the lawsuit abuse uh, in Louisiana. Let me finally move on to a couple of things uh, in wrapping up. You know, we're very fortunate in Louisiana. We've had some growth in our industry. Uh, this year, we expect to deliver 462,000 acres of sugarcane to the mills. That's almost 16, a little over 16, 16.3 million tons of sugarcane is what we expect to deliver. That has uh, come about by uh, exciting and, and great work by our researchers. Uh, it's a sign that we're in a stable business and a good business and folks want to be in sugarcane production. So we've got a long way to go between now and December when we, when we kind of finalize our crop. But, uh, but that 16.3 uh, million ton estimate right now is a good one for us. Let's hope we make it to the end uh, with those kinds of numbers. So I want to talk a little bit more about the COVID-19 issue and how important it is for us to, uh, to take it very seriously. You know, we are listed as an essential business. The whole food chain is listed as essential. That's afforded us the opportunity to keep our businesses up and run running. And I remind you that, uh, that, that with that privilege comes a significant responsibility. And that responsibility is to make sure we do everything we can to protect our families and our workers uh, from the coronavirus. Uh, we in Washington go to Washington and talk about a safe, reliable, uh, reasonably priced supply of domestic sugar. It's something that we talk a whole lot about and we're proud of doing, but we need to be able to, to respond to and to fulfill that commitment. And so to do that, I ask that you be very diligent in making sure that, uh, that you're safe, that you're um, monitoring the protocols. I encourage you to visit the Louisiana Sugarcane League's website, lacane.org. We have a coronavirus page that specifically uh, provides information on coronavirus uh, protections for our workers, primarily our guest workers and, and the communal housing arrangements that we, that we undertake. So look at our website and pay attention to what you're doing. You know, Mother Nature's been good to us. She shined favorably upon us over the last uh, six months or so. We're hopeful that you'll continue to do that so that we can deliver that safe, reliable supply of uh, sugar grown here in Louisiana uh, to the rest of our country. On behalf of our fellow growers and millers, I thank you for your support of the American Sugarcane League of the USA.